0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Direct Hit, a podcast where we discuss all things cricket, celebrate our endless love for the game, play some trivia, and have loads of fun. Today marks almost five months since we last recorded, so I'm definitely a little bit nervous, but it feels good to be back. And we are with like four of our veterans, Pranav, Akash, Sid, and Uzair. And today we are also joined by a very special guest, a dear friend and fellow cricket lover, Anika Agarwal. How's, how's it going, Anika?
1: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Awesome, awesome. We're so excited to have you. And um, basically, the inspiration for this episode was a conversation that I had with Anika like a few weeks ago. And so like a few weeks ago, like a and I were in quarantine. And uh, Anika messaged me saying that if you ever find some time in quarantine, and like, you're going to be in quarantine for the next 14 days, if you ever feel bored, and if you want to hear some stories, I have some mad cricket stories. And I was like, Honestly, yeah, I want to hear some cricket stories and why not like make this, why not put it out (laughs) on a public platform? Why not get everybody who's been on Directed before, hear all these stories, tell tell them stories about how we have experienced cricket as viewers and as fans and like put it out there for everyone to hear. So no pressure, but we're really excited to hear all these stories. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm excited to share.
0: (laughs) All right. So the topic for today, if you haven't guessed already, is Uh, moments and experiences that we have had as cricket fans that have maybe not defined um, our viewing experience, but like at least like proven to us why we love the game so much. And all of us have been watching cricket since forever. All of us have been following cricket since forever. We at some point have had some experiences either as viewers or either like interacting with cricketers or something of that nature, which has like really stuck with us. So I think this is the best time to discuss that. Um, Does anybody want to start?
2: Um, I could go. Sure. All right. Um. So, uh, my favorite memory has to be uh, the 2011 World Cup final. I think I've discussed this on the podcast before, but um, I that was my favorite match for a variety of reasons. Because, uh, first of all, uh, I watched that match at my best friend's place, and the victory like three or four of us watching it together. And generally, at my house, uh, people don't watch cricket a lot. So uh, this was one match where there were like three or four families sitting together, everybody watching the match, everybody really engrossed in the match, which was really, really fun. And I think the best part was that uh, when all of us got really scared about what's going to happen to India, we decided to play box cricket outside the house. So what we would do is uh, when Sachin got out, when Seva got out, we were so scared that we decided, fine. Um, for some reason, 10-year-olds, uh, we believed that we trust our batting skills more than the Indian team's skills. So we were like, fine. If Selvagh and Sachin can't play properly, we'll play our strokes and we'll show them that we can play well. So we were outside uh, playing cricket, waiting for someone to shout, come on India, or something like that. And then as soon as we heard that, we ran back inside and started watching the match. And uh, I remember like, as soon as India won, um, everybody was shouting and we were also happy. And we went outside. And uh, after going outside on the streets, I could see people bursting crackers, people dancing, people listening to songs. And that was the first time uh, I had seen something like that. So I think that it was that day and that match when I realized that cricket is like so much more than just a sport here. And it's really celebrated so well. So like that match specifically is something which I can never, never forget. Well, that's it's really it's interesting, longest. actually.
0: The the 2011 World Cup final was actually quite... Um, iconic for like a variety of reasons for us because we were so young and like we had never seen something of this magnitude before like when the 2007 world t20 final happened like i was much younger i did not know what's going on but in 2011 i still like had a mind to think about what's going on so like as you said like looking at people just cheer like lose all of their inhibitions and like imagine being in mumbai when that was happening and i was sitting in mumbai and the fireworks and just like the amount of energy and like yeah that was just unbelievable like now even now when i'm talking about it like those Images are just coming back into my mind. And yeah, it was quite a special moment. But it's quite interesting, like, Sid, were you in India? Like, Akash was in the US at that time, I'm guessing. So, like, it must have been like really early in the morning for you guys. (laughs) Like, how was that? How was that experience watching, like, the last couple of overs, the last, like, 15, 20 minutes of the match, if at all?
3: I mean, for that World Cup, we were waking up pretty early most of the time. We had one or two close family friends who would come over or they'd stay the night, and then we'd all wake up at 3.30 a.m., get early, you know, where I'd wear my shirt. Um, we'd, we'd be up even for the anthem and the toss and everything, and I'd just be on the couch. I didn't need coffee to wake up at the time, so I was just ready, ready to go, ready to start jumping up and down. Um, and I'd just sit there all day and, and put through it, and it was amazing. I did that. I missed school for some of the games. For India-Pakistan, I definitely missed school. I believe this was on a weekend, the final, so I didn't have to do that. Um, but it was an amazing experience. We had people over for the second innings um, and we, we got to see the, the finish of that, you know, with everyone around. All the Basie uncles were all laughing and all the aunties had all um, joined and everyone was just like, just having a blast because we realized we were gonna win by the end. So yeah, great experience. Yeah, so I mean, I was actually in India, and I had a very similar experience to
4: what Pranav had. Um, same thing, you know, we lived in an apartment complex at the time. We, For, I think, quarterfinal, semifinal, final, we gathered at the same person's house, um, you know, one of the apartments of our, like, family friend group. And, you know, we same thing, like, we'd watch, and then every time India was uh, doing badly, four or five was would go outside. They, you know, each apartment is surrounded by this little foyer outside, and we'd play box there, um, and then come back in every time. And, you know, I, I think the more like we had more people present for the India-Pakistan than we did for Sri Lanka in the final. Um, I think Sri Lanka, we still watched with people, but it was at, you know, it was less. And then so, but Pakistan was the one where all of our friends had gathered. And I remember after that match had ended, we started hearing fireworks, like immediately the last, you know, 231 all out. As soon as that happened, we I just I remember the score still. Um, as soon as that happened, I remember looking outside and just everywhere, you know, fireworks, people are running outside the apartment. Like that was a much more exciting one for... You, you remember I that guess, 231 all-out
0: moment? Masbahul Haq hit the uh, ball yeah. straight to like long on and Virat Kohli caught it and then he looked at the audience and then he just... yeah. I'll never forget uh, that moment. Like from yeah. the time I used to love without Kohli. Like it was such a, such a, like, yeah, it
4: was an like, unforgettable I mean, moment. Yeah. And that was his sort of start to like fame, right? That five, six years after that. And also the other thing to for me was that was Raina's kind of big game, right? The guy, you know, who stayed at the end of the tail, saw it through to 260. So to me, that was a much more special game personally, obviously for India as a whole, the final, but um, I think that I had very similar memories as Pranav did.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, what about you guys, um, Uzair and Anika? What are your like? What's the first thing that comes to your mind when someone says like a defining moment in like your viewing experience as a fan?
1: So I actually want to go off of 2011. Um, I actually was at the stadium, and so my we didn't say it till now.
4: Wow, we're sitting with friends, story. and she's like, I was there.
0: <laughs> we wasted 20 minutes um, talking about it right now.
1: Okay, so I'll give you the quick backstory. So my dad, um, in 2007, I don't know if you guys remember, um, India was touring England and they had like six or seven T20s happening in the summer of 2007. And um, my dad had tickets to um, one of the matches that was at the Oval. So him and my mom went for this match um, and India won, I think um and then on the way back they were like taking the bus home and they're just sitting talking about the match and everything and then they see this like this guy sitting opposite them and he starts talking to them and he's like oh like that was a really good match and he's like sitting in a suit and all and he's like oh like good match and all like congratulations we we'll see like see that they're indian and my dad starts talking to him and then they like just are talking about cricket and then he gives him his uh, business card and uh, my mom like he just gives it to my mom to put in her purse she reads the card and then she it says like David Morgan like chairman of like ECB cricket or something and then she like nudges my dad and she's like like oh like this is like this dude is legit um and so then like they just kept talking and he's like are you going for the next match um because I think that match like leveled the series so it was three all and then there was going to be the seven t20 and my dad was like i mean i would love to but we don't have tickets and this guy was like oh like i'll arrange tickets for you yeah like you just you give me your number like i'll arrange them and you can pick them up at my hotel tomorrow and my dad was like no like he's just saying this like this is not true and then like the next day like he gets a phone call and he's like okay like your tickets are ready to pick up like come by at this time and get them and i remember going with my mom to like get these tickets and i don't know what was going on at this time and so then they went for that match and India lost. So they lost the series. But like this guy did work, he still called up my dad afterwards. And um he was like, like, did you enjoy it and stuff? And like, sorry for the loss and whatever. And then soon after that was the T20 World Cup in South Africa, I believe. And my dad wanted to go, but again, like he could get off work and have tickets and stuff and so David Morgan like every time India used to win and that he used to call my dad afterwards and be like congratulations and stuff so like after this point my dad was like okay like he's like really like a sweet guy and like making an effort and stuff not just like a one-time kind of thing and um so then like every match he used to call and then I think it was after the semis he must have like called my dad and been like if you could come like I have two tickets waiting for you for the final when India made it and he was like I mean you know, I would love to but like I can't get off work so he like he didn't end up going for that but like after that my dad has like stayed in touch with him and like every big tournament he's been able to get tickets because of that and he was like able to serve on like the ICC audit committee for four years um when he was living in like he was living in India in the middle so because of that like he got basically tickets to every single match in the 2011 World Cup and he was also living in India so it was super easy he would just like fly for the day and come back because like they were all like in India and um we had like Easter holidays um during the like basically they started just before the final and we were anyways planning to like visit him in India um and he was like okay like since you guys are coming like I'll get tickets for you for the final also um and this was only this was like my maybe like third match I was watching live like I'd seen some t20s in uh like in London before that but this was like my own like first match I was watching in India like at Wonka day and stuff and I was like super excited and I remember watching like India Pakistan like in the semi at home in London before with my mom and then like India won that and we were like yes like we're gonna go see India in the final in India and we were like super excited um so we went for the match and and um like me and my brother were sitting in one place and my parents were sitting separate so like we like we weren't together um but I remember just being like an amazing atmosphere and like being super tense. Like when um, the first two India wickets fell and we were just like, oh, like this, like, this is done, like, oh. Um, and and then like the atmosphere are just like picking up so much. And like when India won, it was just like, it was insane. We were like, we're not gonna get home for like another three hours because the streets were just um so filled.
0: It's such an amazing story. You know, throughout the story, what I was thinking as a college sophomore was the power of networking in the absence of LinkedIn. (laughs) This was so so phenomenal. Like, he met this guy and now he's getting tickets to all the places. Oh, wow. That's such an incredible story. So wait, did
4: did your dad get on that audit committee because of this interaction or something else?
1: Yeah, because of this interaction. My dad was always, like, in touch with him and he was like, if there's anything I can ever do do for the love of the game So my dad is a huge cricket fan like since since he was young um he's like if there's anything i can ever do for the love of the game like please let me know and stuff and then i think this position became available so the things at the time when my dad met him david morgan was just like um high up in ecb cricket and then um he became icc chairman um i think in 2009 so at that point was when like he asked my dad to join this audit committee so he was on that for four years um so, yeah, because of that committee, he got, like, all these tickets. And then um, he moved back to London, like, a year after the World Cup. But then we had, like, 2013 and 2017 Champions Trophies in the UK. So, he was able to get tickets for that as well, like, through this, like, audit committee. stuff.
4: David Morgan, followed by Charlotte Bawar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Incredible. Yeah. Um, I know that Anuka's dad is a big cricket fan because he answers all directed polls every single time oh he every does yeah yeah every single time he posts like polls and stuff like over the summer like he used to answer every single one of them in fact like you know like we were doing all the viewer choice 11s for like odis and t20 yeah and he used to put in his preferences for every single thing oh <laughs> so...
1: my god i didn't know that he never I, I told him to follow it i was like oh like my friend started this podcast like you should follow it so he's like okay um but i didn't know that he actually used to like watch them or um do the polls because i wasn't winning. he used him to answer the more, polls too. at least
0: that was pretty cool Awesome. there? what about you? I I saw you like looking up and thinking about like the defining moment, but like were you able to locate one, place one?
5: I... the reason I was looking up was because I was torn between two. One is a really big high and one is a really big low. Um, The high was the Champions Trophy win in 2017 and the low was 10 years earlier when we lost the final. Um, in the T20 World Cup against India. And if I was to probably, you know, 50 years down the line remember how I felt in those two moments, I think that I, I, I wouldn't be able to recall like my feeling in 2007 a lot more than 2017. Partly because it was the first tournament I watched. Partly because it was the first time I ever cried because of sports in my life, which I've continued to do um incessantly since then but it it, it just that was sort of the, the game that made me really really fall in love with cricket not just as a viewer but as a player before that I was always torn between like cricket golf and football and I just couldn't really decide on which sport I liked more and you know I, I that game pretty much sealed the deal it's like it's, it's cricket from now on so it 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 I always look back at that game and I always just there's this like big hole like in my heart that will never sort of never heal because you know like miss by five runs like you we were so close and yet so far and in in a way I think that game was pretty good for cricket as a whole because you know T20 took off after then and we we've been able to witness some some really great games afterwards but I think as as a fan that that was a very defining you know, moment for me and then you sort of fast forward 10 years to 2017 and at that point I was very much entrenched in Pakistani cricket. I you know, had my own views and I was like following each and every moment. I was on a gap year as well at that time so I had like a lot of time to sort of just give give cricket and I was playing regularly. I was watching regularly, and in the, in the lead up to the Champions Trophy, we were ranked number eight out of all eight teams. We had the lowest seed, and so there, there wasn't much expectation going in. And any expectation that lingered was killed in the first game when we were plummeted by India. And as it usually happens, you know, with, with Pakistan cricket, you need like a you need a jolt for the management to then make some changes and then sort of try to like basically play a recovery game the whole tournament. So after that India game um, I remember Ahmed Shazad was dropped and that was something I'd been calling for even before the tournament began. I didn't want him in the team. Wahab Riaz was dropped because like Kohli just took him to the cleaners and in came Junaid Khan um, and Fakhir Zaman came in for Ahmed Shazad. And like in, in the second game we basically had the lineup that I wanted to see, except for this guy called Puman Reis, who was a left-arm bowler with incredible variation, and I felt like we need we lacked variation in the squad, so he didn't get in. But like we were ten out of eleven boys away from, like how I wanted to see the team. The next game, I, if I remember, was against South Africa, and um, you know if we lose if we lose if we lost that game or if we lost the next game, we were out of the tournament. And when AB De Villiers got out for zero, like on this first ball, that was his first ever duck on the first ball. I was like, wait, this is, uh, maybe there's something here. And so like continued watching the game. We managed to win. Then we had a game against Sri Lanka. We needed to win that. And basically just scrambled, scrambled to victory. Um, Like Amir and Sirfraz, I think put up 70 runs in a chase. And Amir came in as, like, a seven-down batsman. So, managed to somehow get to the semis, which was enough. Like, at this point, you're, like, you've, like, exhausted, you know, all all of your abilities. And in the final, before the final, Amir gets injured, like, in in the warm-ups. And who comes in? Ruman Reis. And that was when we had, like, our, like, my, at least my best 11 line of playing, and I'm, like, and I was working at the time at a, at a law firm and we were watching that match and there were associates and they were all like really sad about Amir not playing and they're like, you know, it's over for us. Like we don't have our strike bowler. And I'm like, no, you, you haven't seen Ruman. Like just, just wait for this guy. And in his fourth over in the match, England are like cruising at this point. They're, they're like 40, I think for zero. And he bowls a slower ball, like with this variation. And he gets, I think Ru- uh, Roy or Hales out. In, in, in cover, and after that, like the, the pitch slows down and um, you know, spinners sort of take over. Shadab gets root, and England sort of crumble like to two hundred eleven
0: all out. Two hundred eleven all out with a ball to spare or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: And um, we chase it with eight wickets in hand. It was just like surreal. And then who do we play in the final? It's India. And like I I. I there's an excitement for an India-Pakistan game, but then there's also a looming despair, you know, having seen all of the India Pakistan games before that. And so all of my like expectations went back to nil. I'm like, there's no way we're gonna be able to handle the pressure of a final against India, especially after the drumming we got in the first match. And so it was a very big like underdog sort of feeling, preparing yourself. For the inevitable loss so that your expectations aren't um, too high and then when the Bumrah when, when Bumrah got Fakhar out I was like yeah, no we have seen this story like it's, it's like why am I why am I putting myself through this it's, same thing's gonna happen again and it was a no ball and <laughs> you're just counting your lucky stars um, and you know Fakhar goes on to make a great hundred he pretty much I think it ends Jadeja's ODI career for like six, seven months after that. Absolutely blew him away. And so even at 3.38, right, in the final, I'm like, we're 20 runs short. <laughs> it's like, we're 20 runs short, like this is not good. And then Amir bowls a spell that I've never seen him bowl. You know, having seen him in, in three years, like everything just went right. And in 2017 it was just like it was just ecstasy, like after we won. I remember the next day I went back to work and it was it was I was working at an office in Islamabad and there was a little like orange hue in the air. Even though it was the summer, it was there was there was a little bit of chill. And whilst the celebrations had like ended the night before, this was like, you know, the morning after like say a hangover, you're just like sort of taking in everything around you. This was like it felt like that, and everyone like, I, I I saw the office manager, Jawad, and we just smiled. Like, we looked at each other, smiled for 10 seconds. No one did anything. No one said anything. We're just like, yeah, like, that happened. I still haven't processed it, but we'll, we'll do it together. And then the whole day, we're just, like, talking about moments, like, in the match, after the match. It was just, it was a great sort of, it was a great day. But I don't think I'm going to remember 2017 as well as I would remember 2007. You know, because I'm sure Pakistan will win over the course of the next like 50 years at least I would hope a few a few trophies, right? But like they will never lose the way they did ever again. And um, so I think those are sort of the two that I couldn't decide which one sort of was 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 more formative for me so I had to include both.
0: Yeah, that's that's really that's really interesting. I remember watching that match from the other side of the border and um that spell by Mohammed Amir was such a defining moment in that game. I remember was it that Virat Kohli was dropped off his first ball and then caught off his second ball again by Shadab Khan? Was it Shadab Khan yeah. a point? Yeah, and that yeah. that catch, when he, when he took that catch, I knew that this match is not going anywhere. Like, obviously, I had that, I, I had hope, you know, that Dhoni and Yuvraj are still out there. But you know, the moment you get Rohit and Virat Kohli out within the first like four or five hours, as it happened, an encore of that happened in uh, the 2019 semi final of the World Cup. You got both of them out like in quick time, and then you knew you're not going anywhere from there. And no matter how much India would fight, like you had Hardik Panya fight that day, you had like Dhoni and Chalija fight the next like in 2019, but it just became so difficult. And what you said is so right, like you always remember like heartbreak much more than like a victory sometimes. And so like the 2019 semi-final loss is actually embedded in my memory, like just as well, if not better than the 2011 um, World Cup victory, because that was just a tournament which we shouldn't have lost from that point, at least it's a semi-final we shouldn't have lost after bowling the way we did, having like scheduled New Zealand for like two forty-five, two fifty. So, yeah, that was that was an interesting, interesting one. Also, my favorite Pakistan match in that um, Champions Trophy was definitely the semi-final against England because I remember watching um Azhar Ali. I think he scored like a seventy odd in that match, and like I, I was really surprised when they got Eng- like, England out for two hundred and eleven because I w- remember watching the first few overs and I think the openers were going at like eight, nine runs an over, and then from there like stop the flow of runs and then dismiss them for 211 was like a great achievement and then I remember I think it was Muhammad Hafiz who I hadn't seen bat well at all in like years and years like in two or three years I I hadn't seen him bat well and I don't even think he made too many runs but I think he hit the victory shot he hit that one boundary in the 38th over and Pakistan won with like 12 overs to spare and at that at that point in time I knew that now that if there's a final between India and Pakistan which it did happen, it's not gonna be an easy victory for India because the way Pakistan recovered from that jolt in the first match was just like so admirable. And since then like even though like the next few India- Pakistan matches have been like fairly one-sided, there's always this like fear when you're playing Pakistan. You never know what they're gonna like throw at you. And so like that is, that's what keeps like India Pakistan like encounters so like it, it, makes, it make, makes them so enthralling every time.
5: Yeah, I mean I yeah,
1: i, mean, if...
5: I know, go for it. Go for it. Alex.
1: There go ahead.
5: Go ahead. I was just going to say like I'm glad that like Pakistan managed to throw in a spanner with the two, 2017 final because I still go into every India-Pakistan match with the 2011 sort of mentality that it's just I mean 2011's the, the wrong match because we at least had, I had some hope for, for that match. But like in 2015 in, in the World Cup, there was like zero expectation because the difference between the sides was so much and you just hadn't really seen Pakistan victorious. I, I still approach india pakistan matches like that, possibly because we haven't really played consistent cricket and so like you keep going back to these like sporadic matches that have happened. Um, but also because like there is, at least the way I see it, like huge gulf in, in, in at least the pound for pound like skill that each of our players have. So, it's, it, it's, it's, it's always, it's, it's, it's. I'm pleased to know that like 2017 was a spanner, but I see it more as like an anomaly um, than, 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 than you know something more consistent and more
4: enduring. Yeah, I was also going to yeah, say. I just agree. in agree. Gen- trying- oh, sorry. Go for it, go for
1: it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just gonna say that, because um, I remember the 2019 World Cup India-Pakistan match, like obviously that excitement is always there in India-Pakistan. And like the date was embedded in my head, like, okay, 16 June, 16 June, it's coming. And it just so happened that 16 June was also my brother's graduation. Um, and so we were in California and we, my dad would wake up at like 5, 5.30 or whenever, like the match was starting. Um, to watch and stuff and we were super excited and then we like are going to the stadium for my brother's graduation and we're like on his phone watching um the India Pakistan match and like like after a point we stopped watching when we like figured it was like pretty sad but like I kind of agree in the fact that like obviously I wish um India had won in 2017 but the fact that they didn't like always keeps it exciting you know and not like having that one-sidedness like I went into the 2019 match like my friends were like oh no like you know what always happens India's always like gonna win and I was like no but like they didn't win last time so you never know what could happen
0: yeah anything could have happened in that match you know like at uh, 125 the entire just Badal moment that took place anything could have happened anything could have happened there it took one good Kuldeep Yadav ball to turn the game around I think that was the match where Bhuvneshwar Kumar got injured, like, while bowling, like, in his second or third over in the power in Vijeshankar, and Vijeshankar. first, first ball. ball. First ball, he got, he got uh, Fakhar Zaman, or was it?
4: No, it was a right-handed batsman, right? Um,
5: I don't Imam. remember who it was. Who did he, he get uh, and the, Imam. Was, Yeah, like, Booby got injured, four balls in, and I remember the commentator at the time, I forget who it was. He was like, you know, Imam, just got to watch out. Um, he is a part-time bowler, but the change of pace can be tricky. <laughs> And you're set, your eyes is, your eyes are set as an opener. And I'm like, he's so right. Like he is so right. Don't mess it up. And he just gets trapped, LVW. Like,
0: ah. Oh God. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the moments of that match which I will always remember and always relish because everyone wrote Vijay Shankar off. And like um, like all like for, for the last two or three years that he has been in the reckoning, I've always said you can love him, you can hate him, but you can't ignore him. He's not the best that India has. Like, he probably gets lucky every time he gets a chance. But he definitely has something in him. Like there's some spark that the Indian management sees in him. And every time he does well, every time an underdog like does well, it gives me a lot of happiness.